Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. Sorry that I have been delayed. I got sick. I uh, actually came down with a, I think it was COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't get tested. I didn't bother to. Um, but, um, you know, I came down with, um, uh, was Monday night. I started feeling funny. And then uh, Tuesday, I was just out of it. And then Thursday, I was still out of it. Uh, to Tuesday and Wednesday up to Thursday, I was still kind of out of it. And Friday, started feeling a little better. So, and I know I haven't posted anything because you wouldn't have been able to understand uh, anything I was saying. Um, so, let's, uh, let's do a little catch up. It's not impossible. So let's begin. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is going to be the readings for December 19th. Okay? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It says, um, uh, I think it's from Habakkuk, uh, chapter 10, verse 37. He who is to come will, will come and will not delay. And now there will be no fear when our land, uh, within our land, for he is our Savior. He who is to come will come and will not delay. And now there will be no fear within our land, for he is our Savior. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me and for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. O God, who through the child bearing, childbearing of the Holy Virgin, graciously revealed the radiance of your glory to the world. Grant, we pray, that we may venerate with integrity of faith the mystery of so wondrous an incarnation. And always celebrate it with due reverence through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God speaks in our hearts. This is from the uh, favorite prayers from the imitation of Christ. Speak, Lord, for I am your servant, and I hunger to hear your word. I beg you to grant me understanding so that I may follow your commandments unreservedly. Strengthen me to accept your holy teachings and allow them to, be, to penetrate my soul just as dew nourishes the grass. 
The ancient Israelites said to Moses, if you, if you speak to us, we will listen. But do not let God speak to us, or we shall die. Such is not the way I feel, Lord. Like the prophet Samuel, I humbly beseech you, speak to me, and I will listen to your words with joy. I do not wish Moses or any other prophet to speak to me, but only you, Lord, you who have been to every prophet the source of inspiration and enlightenment. You alone can truly lead me on the path of salvation, whereas without you even the prophets can avail me nothing. The prophets may speak your words, but they cannot capture the spirit that imbues them. They may employ beautiful language, but if you are silent, our hearts are not inflamed. They may expound basic thoughts, but you reveal the essence they contain. They may reveal spiritual mysteries, but you unlock hidden meanings. They may proclaim your commandments, but you, but your help is needed for, for me to fulfill them. They may point out the way to us, but you gave us the strength to travel along it. Their preaching may be delivered with eloquent words, but you instruct and enlighten our hearts. Their precepts may nourish us outwardly, but your teachings foster inner growth. Their words are cried out loud, but you give understanding to those who listen to them. Therefore, let Moses not speak to me. I wish to hear you, to hear only you, who are eternal truth. Do not allow me to die without bearing fruit. Let me not be admonished outwardly while not being inflamed within. In such a case, I would suffer a severe judgment, for I would have heard your word and not obeyed it, known it but not loved it, believed it but not accepted it. Therefore speak to me yourself, Lord, for I am your servant, and I am listening to you. You alone have the words of eternal life. Speak to me so that I may comfort my soul, so that they... Speak to me so that they may comfort my soul. Help me to amend my life so that I may forever offer your praise as benefits, as befits the honor and glory due to you. This one is actually from Christmas time, but I think it was fitting. Um, it's... One of the most beautiful things in the world, I think, is when you think about it, I actually appreciate the incarnation more than ever before in my life. When I think of the fact that God came to earth, became incarnate in the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary, decided to he permitted himself to be subject to our earthly limitations. And the fact that 
the most amazing thing about it is that I, I actually appreciate the story now of his birth in Bethlehem because it was not beautiful. It was ugly. Yes, I think that we have to really say it. Get rid of this image of the picturesque images in our heads. He was born in a manger, which is considered the guest room, the house. If you're going to really, really think about it, think about it carefully. A place in a trough for animals. Hey. The floor had to be cleaned of animal manure. Not a healthy place to give birth. Not a healthy place for a baby. Laying, laid in a manger where animals feed from. Okay? Cold. Right? Smelly. Not hygienically healthy. You probably want to call Child Protective Services. <laughs> Think about it. In our minds, we want to make it pretty. It was not pretty. It was not pretty. Okay, it was not pretty. And this is what he chose. This is what he chose. Because half, when you think about it, from the time of Jesus, of the day he was born, the, 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 the year of the census, when the most powerful empire in the world, Caesar Augustus, the greatest ruler on earth who ruled the known world, called for a census for everyone to be enrolled in their taxation system. What would he care about a child born in Bethlehem? There, that night was probably not the only night that Jesus was born. I mean, that, that Jesus, the child Jesus was born, I meant. The, he wasn't the only child that was born that night. There were probably children born that night that didn't make it. That didn't, that was born, stillborn, that probably didn't even make it to the morning. There were probably women who gave birth that didn't even survive the birth. Some child down the road that was never recorded in history. Half those people in the world, all, all of humanity, majority of humanity, right? None of us will remember. They were probably, I mean, think about it. All, all those people did not make it in the history books. From Rome to Athens, from Athens to Damascus, from a, a village that's probably forgotten in, in the history books, never even remembered, wasn't even considered a, a, a much of a village. Right? Some shepherd boy, uh, a, ch a shepherd's child that was born in the cave, that uh, another cave that didn't even make it. Think about it. Most people will never be remembered. Most events 
were probably never recorded. Yet, that incident, that child, was remembered that night. That night would be, the story would be told to one of his disciples, his apostles. Matthew will hear the story from the Blessed Virgin Mary. Luke, a couple of years later, will hear the story from her and record a few more details. The incident of the of the massacre of the holy innocents. Think about it. Two years later, some wise men from the east, following, studying the stars, decided to come down to Jerusalem. Troubled Herod the Great, a man remembered in history, not just for the temple he built in Jerusalem the platform where the Dome of the Rock sits was built by him. That's still standing. The wall where the Jews, the, the Jewish people pray today, that was built by him. He built it. Masada, which is down by the Jordan border, by the Dead Sea, a palace on a mountaintop was built by him. The ruins of Macarius, Macarius, where uh, John the Baptist was probably held in the prison, was is, the ruins are still there. Herod got nervous. He was also diseased. He was also racked with pain. Killed his wife, Mariamne, put her body in a pickle, jar, a pickle barrel, killed some of his sons because he thought all of them were plotting against him. He, um, he was suffering from some festering infection in his groin area tried to kill himself with a carving knife of an apple. Most likely he noticed that star as well. And he was troubled. The star shall rise from Jacob and Adam's reign will come to an end. That was probably a prophecy he was thinking about. When the wise men told him they've been following a star for several years now, studying it carefully, and it, is, it had led them to Judea. Herod wanted to, Herod was probably terrified, terrified that if this could be the prophecy of the Messiah, is because he, everyone knew. That, that this was, that was the time of his birth. So he decided he's going to play this carefully. I'll let them lead me to him. When you find him, 
send me word so I too may come and worship him. Well, we know what happened. The men did not come back to him. And Herod was enraged. So he sent the soldiers down to Bethlehem and to all the neighboring villages. And he had every Hebrew boy, baby boy, under two years of age, according to when the star was first seen. And he had the children put to death. It didn't make it to Josephus' accounts, but Herod was notorious for massacres. It probably wasn't the only thing he did. Take your pick. Take your pick, whatever Herod's done. He's done it. He ordered, because he knew nobody was going to miss him when he died. So when he died, he ordered all the men of the noble families to be forced over to his burial. All the men, and maybe even the sons, and he ordered that they all be put to death so at least the women of the family can mourn the loss of their of their fathers or husbands and their sons or their brothers so at least somebody will be shedding tears for somebody but herod's daughter strong-willed woman i can't remember her name ordered that or ordered for it to be put to a stop Caesar, Augustus, was known to say that you were safer being Herod's pig than to be one of his sons. Because Herod's, since Herod was a Jew and Jews don't eat pork, you were a lot more safer being a pig than to be one of Herod's sons or family members. You know, you, you you get you get the gist of it. You know, in other words, at least they don't eat pork. But Herod seems to uh, devour his sons in another metamorphical way, devour members of his family. So let's move on. Okay. Okay. This first reading is from Judges, chapter thirteen. Verse 2 to 7, 24 to 25. The birth of Samson is announced by an angel. Very similar to the way the birth of Jesus and John the Baptist. Reading from the book of Judges. There was a certain man from Zahor of the clan of the Denites, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and had borne no children. An angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Though you are barren and have had no children, yet you will conceive and bear a son. Now then, be careful to take no wine or strong drink, and to eat nothing unclean. As for the son you will, you will conceive and bear, no razor shall touch his head, 
for this boy is to be consecrated to God from the womb. It is he who will begin the deliverance of Israel from the power of the Philistines. The woman went and told her husband, A man of God came to me. He had the appearance of an angel of God, terrible indeed. I did not ask him where he came from, nor did he tell me his name. But he said to me, You will be with child and will bear a son. So take neither wine nor strong drink and eat nothing unclean. For the boy shall be consecrated to God from the womb until the day of his death. The woman bore a son and named him Samson. The boy grew up and the Lord blessed him and the spirit of the Lord stirred him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 71. And the response is, My mouth shall be filled with your praise, and I will sing your glory. Be my rock a refuge, a stronghold to give me safety. For you are my rock and my fortress. O my God, rescue me from the hand of the wicked. My mouth shall be filled with your praise, and I will sing your glory. For you are my hope, O Lord, my trust, O God, from my youth. On you I depend from birth. From my mother's womb you are my strength. My mouth shall be filled with your praise, and I will sing your glory. I will treat, I will treat of the mighty works of the Lord, O God. I will tell of your singular justice. O God, you have, ta you have taught me from my youth until the present I proclaim your wondrous deeds. My mouth shall be filled with your praise and I and I will sing your glory one more time I'll read the whole thing be my rock of refuge a stronghold to give me safety for you are my rock and my fortress oh my God rescue me from the land from the hand of the wicked for you are my hope O Lord my trust O God from my youth on you I depend from birth, and from my mother's womb you are my strength. I will treat, I will treat of the of the mighty works of the Lord, O God. I will tell of your singular justice, O God. You have taught me from my youth, until the present. I proclaim your wonderful deeds. Amen. Okay, so now we go to um, the gospel. Hallelujah, hallelujah, a root of Jesse's stem, sign of God's love for all his people, come to save us without delay. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The birth of John the Baptist is announced by Gabriel. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verse 5 to 25. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah 
of the priestly division of Abijah. His wife was from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Both were righteous in the eyes of God, observing all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blamelessly. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and both were advanced in years. Once when he was serving as priest in his division, uh, division's turn before God, according to the practice of the priestly service, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord to burn incense. Then when the whole assembly of the people was praying outside at the hour of the incense offering, the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled by what he saw, and fear came upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall name him John, and he will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He will drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers towards children and and the disobedient to the understanding of the righteous to prepare a people fit for the Lord when Zechariah uh, said then Zechariah said to the angel how shall I know this for I am an old man and my wife is advanced in years and the angel said to him in reply I am Gabriel who stand before the Lord? I was, I was, uh, I was sent to speak to you, and to announce to you this good news. But now you will be speechless and unable to talk until the days these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled with the prophet with the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and were amazed that he stayed so long in the sanctuary. When he came out, he was unable to speak to them, and they realized that he had seen a vision in the sanctuary. He was gesturing to them, but remained mute. But when his days of ministry were completed, he went home. After this time, his wife Elizabeth conceived and she went into seclusion for five months so the lord so has the lord done for me at a time when he has seemed to take away my disgrace before others the gospel of the lord praise to you lord jesus christ amen so this is going to touch upon uh, a subject matter that i think we all know is a very touchy topic. I don't understand um, those who call themselves Catholic 
and still believe in abortion after reading this passage. Still believe in abortion after reading the passage of the Annunciation. Still believe in abortion after reading the passage that we just read about judges. Even the story of Moses after his parent, his mother gave birth to him when uh, Pharaoh wanted to drown or kill, ordered the midwives to kill the newborn. If it's a man child, kill it, kill it right away. Now, I don't understand how, you know, the fact that <laughs> the Moses' mother went out of her way to, to create a basket and put him in the basket and send him down the Nile. Here we have a story of also the the birth. I mean, think about it. It's just, you got Samson, you got John the Baptist. You got even Samuel's mother prayed. She was a barren woman and prayed that God would give her a a child. I mean, Abraham and, 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 and Sarah prayed for a child. Uh, Ishmael's, I mean, think about it. You got the story of Ishmael and how... Uh, how the, the the mother and son survived in the wilderness. I, I it's it's difficult to understand Catholics and Catholic politicians who could call themselves Christians and not nobody's moved by this. Nobody are, are we are these people that dead in their hearts? Are they filled with that contempt for life? Have they? It's difficult to understand. It's hard to understand. It's hard to comprehend this. It's, it's impossible to comprehend it. It really is. All right. Uh, let's move on from there. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Now and, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. All right, folks. Uh... Let's let's come back again soon. I'll try to get the other readings done as much as I can, fast as I can. <laughs>